Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to Wednesday's podcast. Doug Gottlieb here. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Bob Nightingale will join us momentarily. Uh, we'll talk some Major League Baseball. So will Daniel Jeremiah. But let's begin with baseball really returning to normalcy. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. One more sleep. One more sleep. Then, then, my friend, Hoop is back. Hoop is back, right? How good is that? Um, the Doug Gottlieb Show rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. I love when uh, Ramos gets his control of the board because uh, per all of our COVID protocols, he has to wipe everything down. Literally everything they are sanitizing and steaming 
the control room as we speak. Right, that's I actually dig that. I think it's awesome because we are following proper protocols, which is kind of all you got to do. Right? That's the story continues to be like NBA zero positive tests. You know why? Following proper protocols. And when you don't, you get dinged 10 days. 10 days in quarantine. Follow the proper protocols and we got a chance to make this thing make this thing work. Um baseball I love it. I love what we saw last night, although there was not the social distancing that is required by law, when they get into a beanball war between the Dodgers and the Astros. Okay. What, I, what I try to not do in life okay, is I try to not judge somebody else's life. You don't tell anybody else how to pray, how to celebrate, how to mourn. And that, Well, you know, he's... It's a weird way of mourning by, now listen, you can't tell somebody else how to mourn because at when you know, my, my dad is the closest, the person closest to me who died, when my dad died, I remember, uh, like five days later, maybe, or six days later going and doing a game in Fresno state. And my bosses at the time were like, you know, you can not do that game. If you want, you can take a couple weeks off if you want. And I was like, no, I, I want to do it. Like, okay. And my thinking at the time was, it's like a five-hour drive out there, like a five-hour drive back. I just needed time to think and to mourn and then to be in a gym, which is his favorite place on earth, right? So that made sense to me. But if somebody on the outside looking in was like, dude, his dad just died. This is, you know, and all of a sudden he's calling a basketball game. That was my thinking. Don't tell somebody else how to mourn. Don't tell somebody else how to celebrate. I would even... You shouldn't judge somebody on how they spend their money. Um, how they live their life. As long as it doesn't violate your civil rights or your ability to live your life. And I think the same, I think the same thing about sports, right? We, we can't tell football players how to play football or how to prepare. If we're not in the league, there's little things that are football things or little things that are basketball things. And there are little things that are baseball things. And baseball has this amazing ability to handle its own business. And you keep it in-house. Right? But it's the one thing when you have a bad relationship at home, like the last thing you want to do is share it with every single person because they're going to cast judgments. They're going to pick sides. What is the sense of letting somebody else in on what's going on inside your house? The same, obviously, is true with a sports team. I remember Mac Brown. Mac Brown uh, was speaking to a bunch of coaches at a convention uh, that a friend of mine went to, and he said um, he would go around the room and he'd ask every coach how their season went. And if a coach was like, "Ah, coach, we had kind of a disappointing year. We read this, that, the other thing," he would go back to that coach and say, "You're fired." You're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Why are they fired? Because why are you letting any negativity out of your... You already know the issues. Somebody who doesn't know, you just promote the positive. Promote the positive. But inside the house, you got to handle your own business. This is Dusty Baker after the game, giving his thoughts on Joe Kelly throwing at hitters. 
balls get away sometimes, but not that many in the big leagues. When you throw a 3-0 fastball over a guy's head, I mean, now you're flirting with his ending his career. And then what really enraged everybody is when he told Carlos, I mean, he struck him out. And he, and he told him, nice swing. And see, what are, you, what are you supposed to do then? And then what upset me is that the umpires warned us, you know, why don't you warn him? You know, he's the one throwing the, throwing the ball. And, the, you know, he's the one that started this mess in the first place. I, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, well, yeah, but Dusty had to know on some level. This was not unprovoked. It was not unplanned. It was not simply Joe Kelly having a beef with Carlos Correa, right? He he had to know, had to know that this was potentially coming. And the only thing different about this baseball season for the Astros is that there are no fans to boo them, to heckle them, to yell at them every time they're in batting practice over hitting trash cans. Like Dusty has his job because of what went down. It's the only reason he has the job there. So you had to know that was coming, and sure enough, it was coming. And I don't mind it. It was Joe Kelly over the top? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's also not just a reaction to what the Astros did in the World Series, but it's also a reaction to what the Astros did in terms of answering questions about it before the season was set to begin. Do you guys remember that? Do you remember their owner saying it didn't really give them an advantage? Do you remember players backing that up? It didn't really give them an advantage? Do you remember Carlos Correa going through every home run and talking about who was on base and how it actually went down? Do you, do you remember any of that? Joe Kelly does. I guess I didn't take too kind to it, a, a, a curveball. It is what it is. Finally made one good pitch for the punch out and, you know, was able to keep the lead where it was at. I pitched competitively. With the no fans here, it's easy to hear some stuff. So I like picking off a couple times. It's fun. But, yeah, something apparently they didn't take too kind to. So, look, I, I the only thing I wish Joe Kelly was able to do is own the guys that he beamed. One of the other unwritten rules in baseball is you're not really supposed to say, yeah, I threw at him. Although Cole Hamels, uh, once upon a time, uh, threw at, uh, uh, what's his name? He's now a Philly, by the way. Uh, why am I? From Vegas, uh, Bryce Harper, you know, and he, he did kind of own it. But this, this is baseball. This is expected. This is keeping it in house. This is when, this is like when people freak out about players yelling at coaches or players yelling at players on the sideline. Like, that's what happens inside sports. This is what happens inside baseball. And baseball has to manage it. Hey, man, can't, can't go near the head or the neck. Can't go near the head or the neck. You just can't. But you can throw at a guy, you can be in a guy, and you can talk trash to a guy. You just, you have to understand that and the only thing that changes, the National League no longer has the pitcher hitting, so now somebody else in your lineup is going to get dinged. That, that's, what, that's all that changed. And the Astros have the ability to throw right back at the Dodgers. But they won't because they know what they did, and this is their penance that they're going to pay throughout the season. So I, I, I'm not going to say there's nothing to see here. It was fun to see there. And it's one of those deals where you're like, I wonder if the Dodgers are really, oh yeah, they're really pissed. <laughs> they, they haven't forgotten. 
every league needs a, every team needs a villain, needs a guy. Every championship team needs a guy that's willing to do things to back his teammates. Go kind of go through it. You'll figure them out. They all have them. And if the Dodgers want to suddenly be the villains or want to be the guys who point out what the Astros did and how we felt about it, like that's what's interesting is we had kind of forgotten between the Kobe crash, the quarantine and COVID and the cancellations and the no fans and the restarting of baseball and guys opting out in football and Tom Brady switching teams and uh, hot wings with Lou Williams. By the way, happy National Wings Day. With all of those things going down, all of them, we had forgotten about the Astros, but the Dodgers hadn't. And now the Dodgers are letting it be known they're still ticked. They're getting even in the only way possible. It still doesn't give back the championship rings. It doesn't. Remember, none of the Astros players who were part of this scheme got any sort of punishment. None. There was no fine, no nothing. They didn't give back anything. There's no asterisk by the Astros. None of that. None of it. So I look at this thing and I love it. It's sports returning to normalcy, which is what we need, which distracts us from nonsensical takes like Michael, uh, Michael Porter Jr. saying that COVID is something to control people, you know, or arguments about not wearing a mask or any of this other political nonsense. We're just trying to get back to being the best damn country on earth. It doesn't mean that we can't continue to evolve and get fixed, but sports is a diversion. And man, last night was a great diversion. Tomorrow night will be a great diversion. And the normalcy of last night brought back the memories of just how ticked everybody was. And the Dodgers have not forgotten. One NFL team has a Super Bowl window for the next three years, and they have a clear plan in place. And you saw it yesterday. Uh, I will explain that next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. 
And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So what's the magic mix in building an NFL team? Right? You got to hit it and load up your team while your quarterback is on a rookie deal. Take a look around the National Football League at the best teams. The Patriots were able, and, and we would all agree that the Patriots probably didn't have, with the exception of, you got one cornerback who's an elite player, you know, but very few top of the market guys and their quarterback was never a top of the market guy. What Tom Brady was, what they were able to do with Tom Brady and capitalize on for years. And Tom Brady did go through a period of time where he's the highest paid guy in the league. But what they were to do with, with Tom Brady allowed them to have really good talent, just be good, solid for years. It's a general organizational philosophy, but it's a hard one to come by. For the most part, who won the Super Bowl three years ago? Or was it three years ago? Three. Right. Remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Their quarterback was Carson Wentz. What do we remember about that team? It was one of the most talented teams in the NFL. Now, Carson Wentz got hurt, but then, of course, he signed a gargantuan new contract. The L.A. Rams, when they went to the Super Bowl, one of the most talented teams in the league. Yes, Sean McVay is an excellent coach, but they were able to, they, they, they had, bring in Indomitian Sue, 
trade for top-level cornerbacks, give Aaron Donald the biggest contract a defensive lineman had ever seen, you know, overpay for Sammy Watkins, when they had dudes all over the field. And why, how could they do that? Because Jared Goff was on a rookie contract. The Bears obviously haven't won enough, but two years ago, why were they able to go and make a deal for Khalil Mack and have that contract on the books? Because they had a quarterback on a rookie contract. The Dallas Cowboys, one of the most talented teams in the league, able to do it with a quarterback on a rookie contract. Um, now, the Niners, they were bad for so many years. They drafted really well. And until they give Jimmy Garoppolo a new deal, they didn't have anybody in a big money contract. So they could lock up many of their young players who weren't already uh, on their rookie deal. And then they benefited from Garoppolo getting hurt. So they drafted incredibly well. But if you have a rookie on a rookie deal, now you can spread that money around that should be dedicated to a quarterback. The 25 to 35 million off the top. And you can load up your franchise. What happened yesterday after the show concluded? The L.A. Chargers and Joey Bosa reached a five-year, $135 million contract extension that ties him um, that ties him to the team for the next six years. It's going to make $78 million fully guaranteed and $102 million guaranteed uh, total with a with a new a new defensive record. So eventually you're going to have to pay Derwin James. They've already paid Melvin Ingram. They avoided overpaying for Melvin Gordon. They got Austin Eckler as a running back and then they're just going to throw a bunch of dudes out there. Keenan Allen they've had under contract. Hunter Henry's been franchise tagged and that deal has to be kind of worked out. Hunter hasn't been healthy but they think he's a star, but the point is that they're able to do to move all this money around. And to pay some of these big contracts like a Joey Bosa because combined their two quarterbacks make under $15 million. And Justin Herbert eventually will take over. And this is the, the bigger money year. The next two years, Justin Herbert, he's not making much. And so this year, Tyrod Taylor starts. And unless he's spectacular, you part ways with Tyrod Taylor, becomes Justin Herbert. And you get as many of these deals done, as many of you draft well, and you sign the guys that you like that are on your squad, and you have more talent than other people. And if the quarterback is above average, you're going to have yourselves one of the best teams in the NFL. So what, what happened yesterday with the L.A. Chargers is a in direct correlation to the fact that that they are going to have a rookie, a, a quarterback with a rookie contract for the next four years. And that's what so many teams plan for. That's frankly what I think the Patriots would like to do going forward to next year. That's, that's what intrigued them about Jared Stidham. Or if they draft a guy is they'll never have to spend, you know, more than $10 million on a, on a quarterback. And if you save all that money and the cap keep going, keeps going up, you can continue to draft well and then get and the guys that you like, like a Stefan Gilmore, you can overpay to keep if you want. I obviously as a Charger fan, I like Joey Bosa is a beast when he's healthy. He's an amazing football player. I do think his brother might be better, but either way, you can't get his brother. 
But all of this was helped by the fact that you bit the bullet, parted ways with Philip Rivers. You didn't go out and sign Tom Brady, even though Tom Brady's playing under a reasonable contract. And you move forward. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Ben Volan joins us uh, from the Boston Globe, covers the entire National Football League. I do want to get into your take on the uh, Brady ratings, which is, is it echoes what, what we've talked about here. But first, let me start with the, with the Chargers deal. Like What the Patriots were able to do is the is the outlier. Most teams, if you have a, a, a big-time quarterback, you're going to pay him now 25 to $35 million. But the goal is to have a guy on a rookie contract and then load up with a bunch of talent until you get to that point. And that's what the Chargers are implementing. Fair? I definitely think it's fair. They, uh, Assuming Justin Herbert's a good quarterback, they've now got um, their starting quarterback uh, under pretty you know cost-effective terms for four years. So you can start paying other players. And this, I, this is, I believe, why the Chargers weren't big players in free agency, for other, like especially for Tom Brady, was that they have to pay Hunter Henry and they have to pay uh, Joey Bosa and they've got to pay Keenan Allen coming up and Tyrell Williams and Derwin James is coming up. They've got a lot of talented players that they want to keep together. So I think it, it certainly makes sense uh, to go for the, the rookie quarterback route. Now the only question is, can Justin Herbert play? Right. That, that's you know that that to me is what it all hinges upon. Yeah, and and to that it's a it's definitely a TBD. There's the mixed mixed feelings from most people in in the NFL. Is Joey Bosa worth the biggest contract for his position in the NFL? I think so. The guy is a beast, and even when he doesn't show up on the stat sheet, it's usually because the other team is putting so much attention on him. He, he's just um, a phenomenal young football player, and that's the type of player you do want to reward. Um, it's big numbers, but like every team uh, is going to have a few big contracts, whether it's a quarterback or a pass rusher or a corner or a left tackle. So every team's going to have these, and it's just how you manage the middle and the, the back end of your roster that determines, I think, who the championship teams are. Ben Volan joining us, Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so there's there's the, the, the tiers of quarterback, and Brady is still – uh, in in one of those top two tiers, how do you like? Look, you watched every game Tom Brady's essentially played in the last ten years. You covered the team and covered the rest of the league. How how good is Tom Brady today? Well, I saw that he was ranked no, number fourteenth in the NFL top one hundred, and I thought that was preposterous. Um, look, t- Tom Brady did not have the best weapons last year. There's no question. Uh, he had Julian Edelman and maybe James White, and not a whole lot else. But his numbers were, you know, took a nosedive across the board. He was 27th in completion percentage, 19th in passer rating. And it wasn't just because of the talent around him. Tom Brady was not having a good season last year, missing wide open throws, dealing with injuries, looking his age, looked a little mentally checked out last year, just refusing to, to get younger receivers involved. So, yeah, I still think he's a top 10 quarterback. And, and actually, I think Brady's in, in line for a, a good bounce back season. I think having Gronk back as his security blanket will help him down in Tampa. But uh, I think several quarterbacks have passed him at this point, and he's got a lot to prove this year. That you know, last year was just a blip on the radar, and not the the start of his downfall. Uh, okay, uh, let's keep it close to home. Um, why have so many Patriots opted out? Yeah, they they 
they lead the league right now. They've had six players, and uh, they've had some of the biggest names. Dante Hightower is a pretty big one. Uh, Patrick Chung is a great player on their defense, and Marcus Cannon, their starting right tackle. I think that's just what happens when you have a veteran team. The Patriots have had the oldest team in the league for the last several years, and they have guys who are a little more conscientious, have more going on at home, have put their bodies through some more. They don't need the football as much anymore. You know, they've made their money. And, you know, each case is individual. Like Dante Hightower uh, has a two-week-old son at home, and he felt the right thing to do was to, to stay at home uh, with his family this year. And, and that's not an easy decision. He's turning down anywhere from 8 to like $11 million this year if he hits his incentives. That's a lot of money for a guy like Hightower to be walking away from. Yeah, Patrick it is. Chung. Well, I hear, yeah, here's, that's, that's, here's what I don't understand, okay? Here's what I don't understand. Um, are, and look, I, I get, you have a newborn, you don't want to bring this thing into your house because if you talk to doctors, they'll tell you zero to one. And then, you know, anything above 50, 55 years old. Now all of a sudden, um, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be really, really careful around COVID that said, like, are we to believe that he's going to quarantine the entire football season? Because if you're in the NFL, you're going to be in whatever form of bubble. You're going to be constantly monitored. You're going to have doctors at at the ready. Whereas when you're when you're at home, you're on your own. You know, I, I I do see what you're saying there. I do think NFL facilities are going to be safer than the general public, and and they it will be 32 bubbles um, for the most part instead of just one bubble like the NBA is doing. But so I I do see what you're saying. You'd get tested more, and um, you know it, it's a safer environment there than just being out. But you know, interacting with hundreds of players and contact and, and you don't know what the guy across from you is doing. And everyone still goes home at night um, to, to their families and they could get it from their kids. And there's false positives uh, and false negatives with the test. So a guy could be in the building with a false negative and spreading it. And, um, it, you know, it, it from Hightower's perspective, I could totally understand just not wanting to take those chances. Like, and, you know, like for me, like I, I have two kids at home. I, no one in my house is high risk. But if I get COVID, I probably have to go quarantine and go to a hotel for a while and leave my wife, you know, dealing with the kids by herself. Like, I don't want to do that. So, I, I, you know, I can imagine that Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, these guys with, with family situations are, you know, they have to take that into account as well. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So what do the Patriots look like? Right. Like we don't know who their quarterback is. And now they're losing two of their best defensive players. And the defense was the part that we thought we could count on. Yeah, Doug, they had the number one defense pretty much across the board last year. And they have now lost five starters, including all three of their linebackers. Van Noy went to Miami. Jamie Collins went to Detroit. Now Dante Hightower opts out. Uh, they traded Deron Harmon to Detroit, and now Patrick Chung is opting out. So those are very familiar names, guys that have helped the Patriots win multiple championships and were a big part of the defense last year. Uh, you're right. <laughs> they have a lot of big holes. And, you know, they did draft a bunch of – they drafted a Patrick Chung clone in the second round. They drafted a couple of linebackers in the third round. So I don't know if that just happens to be good fortune or, you know, maybe Hightower Chung, these guys probably weren't going to be long – for the Patriots anyway, but I think suddenly the Patriots' defense is going to be relying a lot more on rookies. Uh, Belichick likes to usually bring those guys along slowly. Even Hightower and Collins, when they were rookies, didn't play a whole lot. But now Kyle Duggar, the second-round pick, is probably going to have to play a lot of safety this year. And Josh Uche from Michigan and Anthony Jennings from Alabama might be your, you know, your two outside linebackers this year. It's just, it, you know, it, it, it's going to be fascinating because Belichick over the years has preferred veteran players. Um, guys that know what they're doing and are more professional. 
And now Belichick's going to be relying on kids, on, on 21 and 22-year-olds, and um, you know maybe some street-free agents out there as well. But it's just the Patriots are going to be kind of a ragtag team. But you know we're going to see that throughout the rest of the week. This is only the tip of the iceberg of guys opting out. I saw Giants left tackle Nate Solder just opted out. You're going to see a lot of guys before the deadline, which is going to be like August 4th or 5th or 6th, somewhere around there. A lot of veteran players are probably going to end up opting out, and I think every team is going to be dealing with the same kind of issues that the Patriots are right now. On the other hand, there will be some some jobs available for guys that weren't going to make it in the league. Uh, what do you make of how Aaron Rodgers handled the Q&A uh, on, on Good Morning Football with Kyle Brandt in regards to his feelings about the Packers draft? So I didn't see much of the interview, but I, I, I saw that he kind of admitted that he was salty about it, right? So he admit, he admits that he wasn't too happy about the Jordan Love draft pick. Uh, yeah, he, he said uh, he kind of took it, took you through the night where he was he was watching. He was excited. He knew about the players, knew who was available, saw they traded up and then uh, decided to go and get some sipping tequila uh, because he knew his phone would be either te- buzzing off the hook with text or calls. And, you know, he, he wanted to make sure that it was people knew it was dissimilar to when he was drafted because they moved up to draft Jordan Love as opposed to him falling to the Packers and that Brett had talked about retiring, whereas he doesn't want to retire. Uh, he said, look, I, I get what the Packers are doing. It's a business decision. So um, it was fairly emotionless, but you got the sense that he wasn't he wasn't super fired up, <laughs> uh, but he he also. Um, he, he was just like, Hey, okay. I, they're obviously doing, you don't draft a guy in the first round unless you're going to get him on the field. But I don't, I don't think I, Jordan loves a, as a prospect. He's not anywhere near with no preseason. He's not anywhere near being capable of playing this year, let alone next year. Yeah. So that's why I kind of like the move and at least respect it from the Packers from this sense where they knew in drafting Jordan love that it was going to tick off Aaron Rodgers, and that it would be, it would signal to the world that Aaron Rodgers probably isn't that much longer uh, for the Packers. So they had conviction there and they made a pretty bold move in going up and get Jordan getting and getting Jordan love and uh, upsetting Aaron Rodgers in the process. And if you look at Aaron Rodgers contract, he, he's definitely locked in for this year, but I think he could be gone as soon as next year. Um, it, it's, you know, whether it's, um, but why, you know, why would you do, play, why would you do that? Because you just drafted Jordan love. And, and I think the Packers offense, even though they've, they went to the NFC Championship game last year. That offense just was not right. And Rodgers, kind of like Brady, his numbers were down across the board last year. There, there was that whole thing all uh, offseason long about uh, Matt LaFleur's system doesn't really call for audibling at the line of scrimmage. That's all Rodgers want to do is audible, audible. And They hired a coach whose system doesn't mesh with him. He I... seemed to kind of pout all year long. His numbers weren't great. And then the offense completely fizzled. Uh, in the playoffs. So if I'm the Packers, I'm looking at it, it, it looks like they've committed more to the offensive scheme under Matt LaFleur than they have to Aaron Rodgers. And by going up and, and getting Jordan Love, they've made it pretty clear that they don't you know, necessarily view Rodgers as being a great fit for their team for much longer. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll just say this. Like, I, I don't, I, this year, next year, I don't think there's any way. Next year, it's a $36 million cap hit, $22 million in cash, dead cap money at 31 5 they're they're not they're not taking a thirty one point five million dollar dead cap money hit. Uh, after that, after the next two years, now all of a sudden the dead cap money is at seventeen million. So he's on a two year window with a possible third year, which I think is very very reasonable, and that fits in line with when Jordan Love could be ready. And if 
Aaron Rodgers achieve if he if he improves or stays at the same level, whether you can trade Jordan Jordan Love. He's still his value is going to only be higher, not lower. Yeah, it's kind of like the Jimmy I guess it's the Jimmy Garoppolo situation all over again. Uh it's not like the Patriots were able to get or they maybe could have gotten a haul for Garoppolo, but they didn't. They only got a second round pick for him. Uh to me it's much likelier that Jordan Love takes over in two years than the the Packers are trading him. I mean, Rodgers is in his late thirties right now and you know, like I said, like his performance last year wasn't the same Aaron Rodgers uh, that that we're used to, and there, I think there are real concerns there about how he fits with the offensive scheme and, and the system uh, that they're trying to run. And you're right about the cap, but I think if they trade him after June first next year, they could actually cut that cap in half to like seventeen and seventeen or something along those lines. Um, so it, it is palatable if they if they do it after June first next year. And look, I agree with you. It Maybe you know it, it does kind of set up well if, if they really view Love as a project to to give him two years to sit behind Rodgers. But that's also two years where it could not be you know the best relationship and uh, between the, the two quarterbacks, and it could get a little toxic inside the building. And if the Packers struggle, there's going to be some calls to hey, let's see what what Jordan Love can do. And I, you know, maybe Rodgers isn't going to want to stick around there after after this year. Maybe he sees the writing on the wall and says, "Send me to a team that actually wants me." So I, I think it's kind of a year to year situation right now with Rodgers and the Packers. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. How confident are you that we'll have a full NFL season? So I, I still think that there's going to be a Super Bowl. I, I don't know if there's going to be a full 16 game schedule and all that, but I think we will get to a Super Bowl and they will play a Super Bowl one way or another. Uh, it might be in March. It might be not in Tampa where it's scheduled to be, but I, I do think the NFL will find a way to get through the season. But what's interesting also, Doug, is, you know, if they play one game, if they just play one game, then none of the, none of the contracts told the next year, all the players will get all their guaranteed money. So I want, I think the owners are getting a little nervous right now. They see what's happening with the Marlins and, and how quickly the virus can spread and the owners, I think, might be getting nervous about starting the season and, and might try to find a way to uh, pull the plug before week one because as soon as week one happens, they're on the hook for a lot of money. So there could be an interesting dynamic where the owners want to shut it down, but the players want to play. Uh, so that, that to me, is something to, to watch moving forward here in the next few weeks of camp. Awesome stuff. Uh, that's Ben Volen from the Boston Globe. Follow him on social media. And, of course, you can hear him right here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Ben, great stuff, man. Hope you're well. Thanks for joining us. All right, thanks a lot, Doug. All right, that's uh, Ben Volan joining us. Antonio Brown could have a new home in the NFL in the near future. Real news or fake news? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dane Bear, what do you get there, my boy? Doug, the game today is... Real news, fake news. I have six scenarios. Hopefully we can get to all of them. Let's start it out. Real news or fake news. The Nationals outfielder Juan Soto has been cleared to return to action by Major League Baseball and will play tonight against the Blue Jays. Is that real news or fake news? That's real news. You are fake news. Oh, no, not cleared yet. Well, he is cleared. Here's the catch. Not crystal. Soto won't. That's uh, that's uh, actually uh, probably uh, apropos. He won't be able to play until he's cleared by the District of Columbia's Department of Health. So Soto unable to go for the Nats as they take on the Blue Jays tonight in D.C. Team is hoping that maybe uh, around August 1st he'll be, uh, that's this Saturday, that he'll be able to be cleared to play. So a bit of a weird situation with Juan Soto. Weird. Let's go to this scenario. Real news or fake news, Doug? Weird situation. The Major League Baseball Players Association is asking players to consider rules changes making double headers either two seven-inning games or one nine-inning and one seven-inning game. Is that real news or fake news? Uh, That's 
Fake news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Now, because of these uh, postponed games, you're going to see more double headers. Yeah, the union trying to maximize the players' health. You could have two seven-inning affairs or one, but they uh, need to get the players on the side to uh, do, do the, it. Like the, the Little League deal or, or the Pony League deal, you got run rules. Sure. You know, or, or time limit. Yeah, absolutely. Time limit. Time limit. <laughs> absolutely. There is uh, nothing worse, by the way. All you a-hole baseball coaches, then when you're playing like a, a game and, you know, and you, you do the time limit thing, you take your time, you go to the mound, your kids go out there, take a couple extra pitches. <laughs> so on target. Oh, oh, just you're the worst. Like, dude, just the, the idea is for the kids to play. That's it. I'm out. As as a fan and not as a coach, I love uh, I love a masked Ramos. By the way, chirping in right, <laughs> it does sound like what's that sound effect, guys? Where you use like a microphone? Are you talking like this? That's kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> sounds like I know, I know, it's amazing. Oh, there have been games that I've attended. Playing Doctor Feely, Doctor IP Feely. As a fan, where they're like two minutes before the yeah. cutoff. Yes. And they're like, start a new inning. And I'm like, no, just end it. I don't want to be here for another 45 minutes. Uh, Real News, your fake news. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson still wants the team to sign wide receiver Antonio Brown. Uh, that's real news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Yeah, it says that he still hopes the team signs uh, AB after the two sides worked out uh, this offseason. Of course, Brown's still waiting to hear from the NFL about a possible suspension following their investigation into those sexual assault allegations. Real news or fake news, Doug? Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arian says he doesn't Did plan. You say sexual assault? Sexual assault, yes. Oh, assault. I, I, assault. Okay, that's very yeah. important. Because if their assault was sexual, that would really be weird. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that one. No, so don't I'll just go anywhere. Keep talking. Just keep moving. Yeah, Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians, is this real news or fake news, says he Bruce. doesn't plan on wearing a mask on the sidelines during NFL games this season, despite being 67 years old. That's fake news. You are fake news. Yeah, not only will Arians wear a mask, he will also wear a face shield during games this upcoming wow. season. Says wow. that he they also have. They also have a... A straw for his drink as well, like a long straw. So <laughs> sip on his drink. They should just have him in a booth, uh, you know, like, yeah, yeah real, real coach's booth or something like that, penalty box. Coach's no, but bubble? It's good. Yeah, it's good to be glad that he's taking it seriously. No, he is taking it seriously, but the face shield thing is going to be weird. I don't care who you are. You see somebody walking around with that face shield, you're like, all right, that's interesting. Real news or fake news, the Chicago Blackhawks won't allow fans to wear Native American <laughs> headdresses or costumes at games and events when fans are allowed to return. That's real news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Yeah, team making the announcement today, again, at games and events, so even uh, stuff around town that they may do in Chicago, but uh, that message sent out from the Blackhawks today. And finally, Doug, real news or fake news, the 2020 U.S. Open at Wingfoot in September will be held with approximately 1,000 fans with no more than 100 fans allowed in bleachers behind each hole. That's real news. You are fake news. Oh, no, no, zero fans. fans. Zero yeah, fans. no fans will be allowed to attend. I do like, I, I, as I talk over the outro here. You're fine. Keep talking. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. I do like my made-up scenario, though. I don't, I don't. It's not really possible, but I thought it was a it is good possible. diversion. It is possible. So. It's just it's too much hard work for some people. Yeah. Like, yeah, we could do that, but that would be really hard. So let's not do that. that that's, that's what I feel like a lot of people are like, well, we could totally do that, but that'd be really hard. Because <laughs> it wouldn't be really expensive. It'd actually be super profitable, but it'd be really hard. You know, then you got temperature check. Everybody's coming in. Just, you know. It, 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 there's no real bubble yeah. there. Somebody probably proposed it, and then it was like a, yeah, you know, and that's how yeah, you knew the answer. You're like, yeah, yeah, I don't know.
I don't know. Um, all right, I got a couple things um, coming up next. But first, all of these guys that are opting out of the NFL are missing it, are missing the point of what they're actually doing and why Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the Packers for a long time. Long time. So I got, I got both of those for you, right? You ready? That, that's what's called a tease in the business. I still don't know what the best sound is that John Rollins. We'll find out what that is. That's upcoming next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough 
introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I've had Aaron Rodgers on before. He's a very interesting guy. And uh, Kyle Brandt's friend of mine. He does a really good job in Good Morning Football. And they had a one-on-one interview. And um, I, I, I think what happens is we have a tendency to freak out sometimes when people have a plan B. Right? Everybody wants to be the plan A. No one wants to be the plan B. But you better have a plan B. Don't you think? Okay. So, as you know, Green Bay Packers drafted Jordan Love in the uh, first round of the NFL draft. They actually traded up, traded a fourth-round pick, I think, away, right, to move up a couple spots and take Jordan Love. Jordan Love was a very discussed prospect across the board. He didn't have a good year this year, but the previous year he did. He has a lot of talent. Um, really fascinating kid from Bakersfield. Dad was a police officer and uh, his late father was a police officer kind of raised by all of the cops. His dad went through some thing, PTSD and ended up actually taking his own life, I believe. Um, and he's generally seen as a really, really talented, uh, kid who just, he's a couple, he's a year away from being a year away. But because he's a quarterback, because he's talented, because the Packers traded up to get him, you have Aaron Rodgers on Kyle Brandt's podcast saying this. I think probably the first, the former. I think that's probably what happens. You know, based on, you know, just the circumstances around everything, you know, you look at, uh, just look at the facts, you know, they traded up, they drafted him. I would say they they like him. They, they want to play him. Now I think quarterbacks are playing earlier. It, it gives some latitude for young coaches and GMs to to play their to play their guys, and I get it. I really do. Like I, I don't harbor any ill will about it. Like, was I bummed out? Of course, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wanted to play my entire career in Green Bay. I love the city. I grew up there. Really, I was got there. I was twenty one. I'm thirty six now. You know, a lot changes during that time. But look, I get it. I see it completely clearly, and and I'm not bitter about it. Um, it just kind of is what it is. That's uh, that was Aaron Rodgers, right? Very matter of fact. Hey, they're going to play him. My time is up here. There's a little woe is me there, but I also think that a motivated Aaron Rodgers, a good Aaron Rodgers, he is not a spring chicken. Okay, he's going to be what thirty six and thirty seven years old over the next two years, and generally, guys do start to fade when they get in their thirties, and if they don't, like, what's the What's the best case scenario for the Packers? Aaron Rodgers balls out and you trade Jordan Love. The reason you have a big contract and in the NFL, it's about guarantees and dead cap money. Why do you get those? Well, you get those so that they can't cut you. They can't move on from you. It's the same thing with coaches contracts in college sports. Why do they have these massive buyouts? They don't have these massive buyouts because they wanted to prevent them from leaving it's so that you can't fire them right like shaka smart is what probably would have been fired at texas if not for the fact that one they were probably an ncaa tournament team this year and two like a 20 million dollar buyout they're trying to build a new arena 
They're building a new arena at Texas. So all their funds are already tied up. The last thing they want to do is write a $20 million check for a coach who's not going to coach the team, only to write a $5 million check for the next coach to coach the team. Like it just basketball doesn't have that sort of income at this point in time. And then you factor in the pandemic and it didn't make any sort of sense. Right? That's why you have those big buyouts. That's why you have the big dead cap money. And so you're hearing Aaron Rodgers say it's a business, but in any business, you got to have a plan B. And their plan B is, hey, what if Aaron Rodgers starts to fade? Or what if Aaron Rodgers, um, what if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt? If he ages, if he fades, if he's really not a good fit for what we're doing in two years, we can move on and bite the bullet when the cap spikes. And if not, we have a guy who's trained under Aaron Rodgers. And considering Aaron Rodgers wasn't really trained by Brett Favre, but trained under Brett Favre and became a great player, his reputation is only going to grow. Like we have to look at, he's like, what are the, didn't Aaron Rodgers say, you just got to look at the facts. You just got to look at the facts. They're not going to have a preseason this year. So do you think a, a, a guy who is a prospect at quarterback is going to get any run in an offense he doesn't know, hasn't practiced in, and the quarterback that they have is a first ballot Hall of Famer, former Super Bowl champion, MVP of the league, who, by the way, might not have had the greatest year last year, but they did win 13 games. Those are the facts. The facts are Jordan Love's not going to see the field this year unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. And the facts are that the only the first time we will see Jordan Love play is either week 17 of this season or next year's preseason. And the only reason you'd see him week 17 is they're really, really good. And they want to rest their guys for the playoffs. Which means you're not going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Right? Like we're just, we're talking ourselves into something which isn't really going to happen. I almost feel like Aaron Rodgers and the people who are, they're just, they're, we've, we've created this kind of roundly pessimistic sort of view point of view, which may be realistic based upon the past quarterbacks aging, getting to their thirties and struggling later in the season. But we've also seen a lot of older quarterbacks play well at the end of seasons recently. And Aaron Rodgers could be one of the exceptions, not the rule not having to go through long, strenuous training camps. All right, let me get to this. So yesterday we had a bevy, a plethora, a cornucopia of dudes saying they're opting out of playing this year in the NFL. Um, I thought the most profound one, the one that was right at your heartstrings, was Marquise Goodwin who's a talented player. And he's like, look, I've chosen football over my family so many times, so many times I'm going to choose family over football this time. And you're like, man, that's a, it's a hell of an argument. Hell of an argument. Okay. So help me out with this one. If you are going to opt out of the NFL season, because of fears of COVID-19. What you're saying is the locker room is like a Petri dish, right? And the football field is as well. It's an uncontrolled environment. And if you're going to play, you run the risk of contracting COVID because not just of your guys, but of guys on other teams. 
You don't know where they've been. You don't know if they've been following protocol. And the safest way is just to go, you know what? I'm going to spend this year with my family. Okay. What are you going to do with your family? Like, John, when you had time off recently, recently, what did you do? Uh, spent time, well, uh, relaxed at home. Yes. Because uh, I have been here at the network since the pandemic began. Yes. So that was very relaxing and spent time with my family. Even though we have spent time together because of the pandemic, it was more of a, you know, long period of time as opposed to just when I get home from work. Got it. Got it. Did you go outside of your house at all? Into our front yard. That's it? Yep. Never left your house? Never went anywhere. Like, did we go to the beach? Is that what you mean? Stuff like that? No. Beach, restaurant, park? No. Nope. Uh, grocery store? Yes. Okay. Are you the only one that goes in that grocery store? Uh, Yes. You're the only one that goes to the grocery store? In the entire valley? Oh, no, no, no. Personally, yes. no, we're not. I wasn't the only one in the grocery right, store. Right. That's like, correct. here's yeah. the, here's the flaw in the argument. If you're saying, Hey, I'm going to do it. And by the way, John, who takes care of his 93 year old grandma, like John, actually, mom, my mom, actually oh, your mom. I'm my sorry. Mom, yep. My bad. I forgot how old you are. Um, 93 <laughs> year old mother, like he's being super, super cautious. So you mean to tell me that Dante Hightower has a newborn? Marquise Goodwin, who has a like a one-year-old, you mean to tell me that these guys are going to be even that cautious? And even that level of caution, you're going to a grocery store. You go to a grocery store. You mean to tell me that in the food supply chain, you know every person who's touched that bottle of ranch dressing? By the way, how about a round of applause for ranch dressing? Huh? 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 There we go. Sorry. I mean, everybody loves like everybody loves ice cream and candy, but like ranch dressing is pretty awesome. I just want to point that out. Anyway, you pick up a bottle of ranch dressing. You have any idea who else has picked up that bottle of ranch dressing? In the food supply chain, in the rest, in, in in the grocery store, and you mean to tell me that these guys, because they are protecting their family, which is a, the right thing to do. They don't know when they're going to be, you know, are they going to do temperature checks every day? Are they going to have a doctor on speed dial? Are their wives, are their other kids not going to interact with any other children? Because the second you do that, you can, you start to open up your circle. You just do. Start to open up your circle. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to tell you that I believe you are safer within the confines of, have you seen these locker rooms? Like the locker rooms, there's plexiglass everywhere. They're separating players. They're going to not have a bunch of guys in the same room. Like it's going to be problematic to be a, a true team, but they'll figure out a way. Like what don't you understand about major league baseball? Yes. The Marlins had an outbreak and they've been quarantined and it feels like it's been contained. There are no other positive tests from that. The Phillies didn't catch it. Now you could say, all right, it's different in football. Fine. It's different in football. You are wearing a face shield. You can, there are ways in which you can wear a face mask or, or like a shield inside with playing. You are wearing gloves, which you aren't wearing when you're playing baseball. Glove on one hand, not on the other. But you're coming much closer to one another when you're playing football. Understood. 
But the constant testing, the doctors, the plexiglass, and just the numbers tell you that it's safer in the bubble, even if that bubble is not as contained as the basketball bubble, than it is outside of it. Unless you're going to self-quarantine. If you're going to quarantine, or even you're going to do what John does, where you only are at home, you're only at home or the grocery store and nowhere else and no one else comes over. If you're going to do that, fine. The likelihood of that happening for an NFL player. And I'm not one of these guys that's being a jerk. Like, well, they go to strip clubs. Like, no, not, lots of guys that are husbands with kids. Like, your kid's not going to have a play date for the whole football season. Not going to have any play dates. They're not going to go to school. The second they go to school, all that discussion about quarantining your family is over. Over. So I actually think there's a flaw to their belief, which is spread throughout the league, which says you're more likely to get it in football, where the truth is you're safer in football unless you're going to quarantine at home. All right, coming up next, it's very clear that we can have live sports during this pandemic, and we have proof. I'll share that proof with you next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? 
backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, escape the heat, refresh your home indoors with new paint. Lowe's has you covered with our number one best-selling color, Agreeable Gray. Get Valspar's Dual Scrub and stain-resistant Ultra Interior Paint Plus Primer starting at just $24.98 a gallon, U.S. only. Um, okay, so I, I, I think it's pretty clear that we can do this. Right? It wasn't that Lowe's old, exp- old um, tagline you can do it. We can help. Well, of the th- 344 NBA players tested on campus, the test results for the NBA, zero confirmed positive tests. Zero. That's pretty amazing. So, look, we, we've said it before. Adam Silver, you were right. We were wrong. You're smart. We're stupid. You're handsome. We're not so good looking, right? We've, we've done all that. Uh, by the way, uh, the season resumes tomorrow. Pelicans take on the Jazz, 630 Eastern time. The Lakers face the Clippers at 9 Eastern time and a, uh, and a doubleheader. That, that's going to be awesome. Lakers-Clippers tomorrow night. Hmm. So I look at this thing and I'm like, it, it can be done. It can be done. It can definitely be done in college sports, college basketball specifically. And you can tell me this whole, well, you know, if college athletes are there, then they're just, perf- no, they're not. College athletes have, will, and always have been treated better than regular student athletes. And oh yeah, by the way, if everybody's taking their classes online, they're still taking their classes. They are student athletes. They are doing the exact same thing, only they're getting the benefit of living in whatever sort of bubble you have on a college campus. College football as well. Can be done. Is being done. And you can sit here and tell me like, well, football, there's a lot more. No, no, no. You can't get any more contact sport. Not collision sport, contact sport than basketball. If it can be done in basketball, it can be done in football. No pads, no helmets, no gloves. Oh, there's that one time you would know. There's no such thing as a glove. There's a shooting glove you can use as a, you know, technique, but nobody wears gloves. So it, it, it's not simple. It's really expensive. But if you can pay the outlay, then you can manage it. And they have had guys who have tested positive previously be quarantined, show up, be tested, and have not tested positive again. It actually works. Look, it's about following protocols. It's about spending the money. It's about being vigilant. It's about having a hotline that scares people, the bejesus out of not following those protocols. All of these things do in fact matter. And somehow, when I point this out, I get labeled like Clay Travis. Like, no, 
Like Clay is Clay's in a different realm. He's not a denier of COVID, but he believes that the reaction to the numbers it is it we're massively overreacting to the numbers. He on some level has compared it to the common to, to the to the flu, which it's not. It's not close to the flu. It's far spreads far quicker and it's far more dangerous. Right? So but I, I'm I'm sitting here telling you that even if you're super, super, super concerned, if you want to tell me it can't be done, why is it being done in the NBA bubble? They've been down there almost a month. Almost a month. With that in mind, if you can be down there for this long and play that many basketball games and have that many practices, and they do have some interaction with people who are in the outside world, right? Like some of the, the people that make their food, that take care of the properties, they're not all living on uh, on campus in Orlando. They don't, don't run, they, uh, do they get temperature checked and tested probably regularly? Sure, sure. And if you want to tell me that football, there's too many guys, there's a lot more guys, like, uh, okay. But you're, they're not, you don't have to manage their interaction with each other like you do with the NBA. You know, the NBA's traveling parties, you're talking about 35 people a team, whereas the NFL's traveling parties will be in the, the 60s or 70s probably. And you have far fewer games, far fewer interactions with one another. Can absolutely be done. Even in baseball where you have the outbreak, the Phillies haven't caught in it, knock wood. No other teams have positive tests. And we still don't know how they got it. And the likelihood is somebody broke protocol, right? There's some unconfirmed rumors that some guys broke protocol and that's suspected to be, you know, you go out in Atlanta and that's how you catch it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Daniel Jeremiah joins us in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. That, that's my thing, even with the NFL guys, probably more so in college, because in college you can actually be isolated even more. But like the NFL guys that are opting out, I mean, are, are they trying to make us believe that they're going to quarantine at home? Because if you don't quarantine at home, you catch this thing when you're going to the store, you're out at a restaurant, you're out, you know, playing with the, the kids, have a play date. Like, I feel like. I feel like they don't understand how much safer they are when they're constantly being monitored and when people put in protocols to keep them safe. Yeah, it's interesting. And talking to some some buddies and personnel departments around the league about their confidence about everything, I usually get the very similar answer, which is we feel pretty good about when they're in the building, that we're going to be able to um, keep everybody safe and the protocols are really, really good. we're just worried about when they leave the building, you know, what, what happens from that standpoint. So that kind of goes a little bit along the lines of what you're saying there. I, I, I do think though, with the college kids, it's a little bit different because I don't think they have, even though you could say, okay, there's no students on campus. They don't have nearly the same resources that the NFL does in terms of the daily testing and to be able to do all the different measures to keep everybody uh, safe. I don't think that even in a quote unquote college bubble that they have, you know, the same type of resources the NFL does. Uh, you don't think the college does? I don't. I, I mean, the NFL is testing every day. I think the I, colleges I, I, they're talking about testing once a week. I mean, that's that's a that's a big difference. Yes. Um, 
yes, but the guys aren't going home to be with their families, right? You're on a, and again, most of these colleges right now, there's no students on campus. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's regards. Do you think we have an NFL, a full NFL season? I do. I do. I, I've always kind of been of the belief if we can get to the starting line that we'll find a way to navigate through it and have to have the resolve to be able to, um, you know, deal with something, you know, similar to what's happened with the Marlins. I mean, hopefully it's not that, that number of guys, but you're going to have teams where you're going to have some of these smaller outbreaks. And, and I hope the, you know, I, I'm confident, I should say, that the NFL will have a better handle on how to deal with it when that happens and, and to be able to keep things moving uh, that wouldn't involve the text message, <laughs> a vote, whatever they had with the Marlins, which was crazy. Uh, but I, I think I do. I think we get to the starting line. I think we'll find our way to the finish line. Dana Jeremiah, our guest, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, why the why the number of Patriots shutting it down? Yeah, you know, I, I know there's some conspiracy theories out there about, you know, Belichick and trying to, you know, try and tank the season to, to get the number one overall pick or to be able to get a quarterback in next year's draft class. I, I personally don't buy any of that. Um, it's hard. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it with the Dolphins. I mean, it was tanked for two before the season started last year, and they couldn't uh, – ended up getting him, ironically, but they couldn't even get up near the, the number one overall pick. So, um to me, I don't buy into that. Their team, they have too many other good players on the defensive side of the ball. The head coach is too good. I mean, even if, if uh, you know, they were to lose another handful of players, I don't see how this team, uh, you know, loses, you know, more than eight or nine games. I mean, they're, they're just, that's not going to happen. So I don't buy the conspiracy theory. I think it's more along the lines of you've got guys that have already accomplished a lot. If you're Dante Hightower, you've made a ton of money. You've got, I think he's got three Super Bowl rings. Um, you know, taking a year off is, you know, that doesn't sound like as bad an idea for somebody like that. Uh, okay. So how does it affect the, the level of play, the quality of play? Oh, I think we're going to see an impact. I mean, not just with the Patriots. I think you'll see it around the league, uh, you know, especially early in the season. I think it normally we always talk about the first two to three games of the regular season really serve as the preseason, because that's the time where the, the starters are actually getting out there and the tackling suffers and, Usually two or three weeks in, you'll start to see it clean up. I think that there might be a little bit more, you know, maybe we're talking three or four weeks into the season where we'll see some sloppy play. But they'll, yeah, you know, it'll get figured out. I think some people assume, you know, this is like the 50s, and when these guys are away from the facility that they're, you know, driving a cab or uh, working at a butcher shop. Like these guys have been getting premier first-class training, the majority of them. Uh, they're not going to come in. I don't think we're going to see a ton of guys come in out of shape. We'll have a handful. Uh, but I, I think they'll get it up and go on here within the first three or four weeks where the play will, uh, the quality of play will return. All right, let, let me ask you about the uh, Mike Sando article where he pulled guys and got the quarterback tears. Is mm-hmm. it me or is Drew Brees uh, living a little bit on reputation? Well, he's not He's not the Drew Brees that he was, you know, that's for sure. Um, and they've started pulling back a little bit of, of uh, the responsibility that they put on him in that offense. So, um, yeah, he's, I think you can make a case that maybe he's a little bit higher than, than he should be. But, uh, you know, I, I always, you know, when it comes to these lists, Doug, to me, there's two lists. Are you a championship level quarterback or are you not a championship level quarterback? And I still put, I still think Drew Brees is capable of winning a championship. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you because I, I think if we look at the last two playoff losses, um, you know, I mean the the Rams game, for example, like, look, he didn't play well. I mean, the, the first down throw was a bad one. That's what, that that's what made the third down throw 
that was pass interference. And by the way, the third down throw was at the wrong side of the guy, right? It was, it was off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year he wasn't good in the playoffs against the Vikings. He wasn't good enough. He just wasn't. And you know, that's what you talk about championship football. He did not have it. Yeah. I, I would, I would give him a little bit of a pass this year when you have uh, surgery on your thumb uh, that, you know, I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass on that one. So let's see, I, I can't argue with having a four game in the, uh, in the Rams game and in the, in the championship game. But, you know, I, I just look at it and say, okay, Drew Brees gives me his best. If he gives me his best, um, I think they're still capable of winning a championship. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. We'll see what it looks like this year. Daniel Jeremiah joining us. Joey Bosa's contract. Too much? It's a lot of money, but I, I, I tweeted it out in that when you, when you check all these boxes, when you're looking at somebody that's at a premier position, which to me, you know, pass rush is the second most important position in football. Premier position dominates against the run, dominates against the pass. Uh, he plays extremely hard, and he's a great teammate who's you know beloved in the building. Those are the ones you don't mind paying a little extra for, maybe you know getting labeled as an overpay. But do you remember the you know uh, uh, mouths were agape when uh, when like the Aaron Donald contract came in? It's the same point, and we've been talking about this forever with like the Dak Prescott thing. You know, last year, what, you know, oh, you can't pay him that. That's too much money. I'm like, you guys just wait. Just wait, just wait, you know, 12, 24 months. These contracts all are going to be outdated. Um, so to see where he is above some of those other names, I think surprises some people, but he's just the next guy. And and when the next guy comes in, he'll go right over the top. Well, but it's also part of what the Chargers are going to try and do now. If It all depends on if the quarterback can play eventually, yeah. right? But if you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, that's when you can load up with long-term big deals for your for your most talented guys, and then, you know, kind of like the Chiefs have done, like the Cowboys have done, like the Rams have done, but then when the, that contract hits, you, you better, you you know, you better have drafted well because now mm-hmm. that that's where your kind of supporting cast comes from. 100%, and this is like the start of the clock, and this is why, you know, it's got to be a little bit frustrating if you're on the Jets side of things because, unfortunately, you know, Joe got there late. So Joe's starting that process now of trying to build around the young quarterback. But, I mean, the, Sam's going to get his payday here before they have a chance to do that. Tom Telesco's in a much better uh, place with his roster right now where he can lock key guys down and then even be a little bit aggressive in free agency over the next couple of years. And you've got that, you know, four-year window, five-year window to really, really make a, a, aggressive moves for your franchise. And it just happens to coincide with being in a brand new building and in a new city. And, um, you know, like I'm biased. I call the games, Doug, as you know, but this, uh, to me, this is kind of a good sign that this is the first domino to fall of them locking up this young nucleus. Yeah. The other one, Hunter Henry's got that, that deal has got to get yep. redone too, right? Yep. He's on a franchise tag right now. Um, they took care of Austin Eckler. I think that kind of went under the radar, mm-hmm. um, with, with getting him locked in. They got Mike Williams, who's going to be coming up soon, and and uh, you know he's a key part of what they do. And you've got Derwin, Derwin James, James off on the horizon. So uh, that to me is kind of that's a that's a darn good young nucleus to build around. We haven't talked. Um, was there a winner in the Jamal Adams trade, or is it just like to me? My takeaway was yeah. it's refreshing to see the Jets run by a professional who can get at or above uh, value for for your best player. Yeah, it was a no brainer for the Jets. I mean, this is. Um, you know, it, it, it's an opportunity for them to build the foundation. I don't know if resuscitation is the right word for the franchise, but this was much needed because there's just too many holes. There's too many holes on that roster to just take the picks that you're given by the commissioner every year and, and try and fill them. It'll take you three, four years to get that done. Now, 
this just speeds up the whole process. I mean, they, they have a chance to get four blue players in the next two drafts, you know, which are, which are upper echelon pro bowl caliber players. Uh, and, and they get a chance to put them at the key positions. When Joe Douglas got there, they, they had, they had, uh, need, they needed two tackles. They needed two corners. They needed two edge rushers. At least they had the quarterback. Now they've got the left tackle this year. Um, and now with these picks, you'll see them. They're going to go shop and they'll get another tackle. They'll get a couple corners. They'll get some edge rushers with these picks. Um, and now you've got, you've got a chance. You don't have a chance when you don't have good players at those spots. What about Seattle? Seattle is a, it's a timing thing, right? You know, do I love this trade in a vacuum to, you know, kind of a, in lo- a box safety um, to give up what they gave up? No. But when you have a, you know, a 60, soon to be 69 year old head coach, you've got a quarterback in his prime and you can make the justification that if we, you know, if we, if we can get an extra yard, there was a yard difference there um, that, that gets them over the 49ers and potentially make a run last year. So, they, they feel like they're close, and from the timing standpoint, they're, they're pushing their chips all in. And I, you know, I think that's, uh, that's something that's exciting in sports. I like it when people aren't afraid to do that. Yeah, I, I do as well. Um, is he – how good is he? He's really good, man. It's just, to me, he's going to be more valuable to a team like Seattle than some of the other teams around the league, uh, you know, because they'll know what to do with him. They've had that type of a player – um traditionally to me i'm not trading multiple ones unless i'm getting somebody that takes the ball away a lot more than that um that would be the the, the drawback to the trade but you know he's a, he's a tone setter and he's he kind of fits that alpha male that has done really well under pete carroll both at usc um and with the seahawks so i, I think it's a tremendous fit i don't think that that's a uh uh, that's a trade a lot of other teams could have justified. Awesome stuff. Daniel Jeremiah, check out the Move the Sticks podcast with Bucky Brooks. It's great. He's great. Hope you're healthy and well. Thanks for joining us. Healthy and well. Shoot, yes. Doug, the Padres are 4-1. and one. I'm healthy and well. You like to, I love the, the throwback color new uniforms. What do you think? Thank you. They are tremendous. tremendous. It, it, it is awesome. Guy Haberman, I, I Guy Haberman doesn't like I saw Guy Haberman doesn't like him. Like, yeah, what, what is wrong with him? Can you tweet him, by the way? Because I need more, more you smart know, people to let him know he's off his rocker. Well, you know, their podcast is sponsored by weed companies. I just I want to point that out. <laughs> I don't like the brown, man. Why can't they go to the green? Thanks, DJ. Big news in college football. I'll share it with you next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. 
And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. All right, here's the breaking news. This is good. Um, ooh, we got good stuff in college football. First, Doug Gottlieb here. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to leave the house and rediscover the road. First ever Mazda CX-30 is made for people who love to drive. If that's you, then go to MazdaUSA.com to learn more about the entire Mazda CUV lineup and available finance options. Um, this is interesting. So the ACC has... Not done an about-face, but made some adjustments here. Adjustments. The, the season's first game will take place between September 7th and 12th. So that's moving it back a week. 2020 scheduling model will be 11 games, 10 plus one, 10 conference games, one non-conference game. All non-conference game opponents selected by the respective school must be played in home state of the ACC institution and all non-conference opponents must meet the medical protocol requirements agreed to by the ACC. 11 games will be played over at least 13 weeks, with each team having two open dates. There will be just one division. Notre Dame will also play a 10-game conference schedule and be eligible to compete for the 2020 ACC Football Championship. I'm just going to tell you, this is a huge win for the ACC. If they pull this off, huge win for the ACC. They get Notre Dame? And you can sit there and go like, how good is Notre Dame's going to be really good this year. They were really good last year. And more than anything, like, look, you got the ACC network that brings I, even if they don't have Notre Dame games, I think they'll have a couple on the ACC network, which is fledgling new. Like people are like, man, I got to have my ACC network. They are a gigantic TV poll. Gigantic. 
From Sports Illustrated, the SEC is moving closer to an agreement on a conference-only schedule of 10 games. Of course. Right? We ain't playing that 11th game. So Clemson won't play South Carolina. Multiple sources told Sports Illustrated during the virtual meeting on Wednesday, a majority of athletic directors approved the idea of an SEC-only 10-game schedule. However, the schedule must be ratified by league presidents. The SEC presidents are expected to meet virtually on Thursday and seriously discuss the matter. It is unclear if they will vote then or delay the decision for a week. If the ACC does that, my guess would be the SEC will follow suit and want to do one conference game. Just a guess. This is big. But again, the, the logic behind it is you, you when, when everybody's following the same protocols, we have a very strong likelihood of success. That's what we've seen in the NBA. That's what we've seen for the most part in Major League Baseball. And, and obviously the difference is this. Like everybody's like, well, you know, you got one kid. Like, look, you got a week leading up in between games. So you test, test, test. And kid pops up positive. Sorry, can't play in the game. Quarantine him. And then, you know, you quarantine whoever tests positive. They don't make the trip. It's the best we can do. Let's get to what the Fox said. And now. What does the Fox say? Patient one in the NBA's Rudy Gobert. He was on the Dan Patrick Show talking about social media and the hate he received after testing positive for COVID-19. I definitely had that feeling on social media. You know, people were... Uh, yeah, I had a lot of messages, very negative messages. And, you know, I try to put my mind away from that because, you know, people are going to judge without really knowing what happened or knowing the, the situation. And at the same time, you know, there was a lot of fear. You know, there was a lot of anger. You know, people were just like me. You know, people were scared. And, uh, and uh, you know, someone always got to be blamed. Yeah, I mean, look, he did rub his hands all over stuff. And he was a, he was a guy. He was a dude, whatever. But we also don't know if he gave it to his teammate or if his teammate gave it to him. We actually don't actually know that. Regardless of which, the idea that people say these things to others on social media is it's always amazing. Like, you'll make a comment, like I make one yesterday, about with all res- due respect to guys who are, who are opting out, like they do realize they're probably safer actually opting in. Y- you get the most vile comments. And again, like... He got COVID. Who knows how he got it? And he didn't want to catch it. He didn't think he had it. And that's why he's messing around. But just social media, it does this thing where it flips over from being so incredible and so useful to such a cesspool, cesspool of, uh, of illicit language and commentary. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, so we got the ACC plan coming together. I love that. I love, 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 love that. Speaking of love, Doyers, Astros, what did you think was going to happen? Well, I'll tell you what I thought was going to happen. Exactly what happened. So, do we have a problem with it? Wait to hear what Major League Baseball said to the Dodgers about what happened and why Major League Baseball even admits they knew it was going to happen. Baseball is back to being normal and why that's a great thing. Next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. 
you know, you just, you, you want things to feel normal, right? Don't you? And, and normal can be one of those words. Do you have any words that you don't like that are, they're common words in the English language? Right. You have, you have any, any, any word? I, I have friends that don't like the word moist. I just, I'm not comfortable with the word moist. Moist. Ah, it just makes me uncomfortable. What moist, moisture, moist, you know, it's like something's not dry. It's not wet. It's moist. Yeah, no, 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 I don't like that. No, no, I don't like that word. Okay. Normal can be a, a, that's like fine. How are you? Fine. Fine. She fine. Like all kind of how it's enunciated. But fine is fine. Normal. I'm fine. It's normal. But it is uh, when, when we've been so abnormal, we've been so all over the map. Sometimes it's good to have normal. A day after the Marlins have an outbreak of COVID-19, 17 members of their team had tested positive for the virus. And that day, or the day after, we got a beanball war. Right? It's awesome. Joe Kelly took it upon himself to be the writer of all wrongs. Should be pointed out that Joe Kelly wasn't on the Dodgers when they lost in the World Series to the Astros, but he was with the Red Sox, who then hired Joey Cora from the... It's very confusing. Nonetheless, i sorry, Alex Cora. I have, I've had that, I get the, the Cora's confused, but Alex Cora gets hired away from the Astros. He becomes the skipper of the Red Sox. Then he gets fired before he ever actually manages a game. And of course, Dusty Baker gets the job because of the changes in Houston. And nonetheless, Joe Kelly became the, the, the um, he became the, who would be the most known Ramos? You could help me with this in like spaghetti Westerns or in any Western, like, Who's the most known vigilante in moviedom? Uh, the de- well, Spaghetti Westerns. Would oh, it doesn't be- say Spaghetti Western, but it could be, yes. Oh, uh, the Death Wish. I guess it would be Charles Bronson. Oh, Charles Bronson. Huh. Um, anyway, I saw that this is great. <clears throat> and we have breaking news in a second about it. This is from Bob Nightingale, USA Today. The Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts, said that he got a call from MLB officials and expects a decision soon. I'm sure it was soon on Joe, Joe Kelly. He also said that MLB officials weren't pleased with players and staff not observing the social distance protocols. Like, yeah, the beanball thing will handle, but man, you guys were too close to one another. Why? Because Major League Baseball knew this was bound to happen. Let's uh, check in with Dan Beyer. He's got an update on uh, on on this, uh, this uh, breaking story. <laughs> Breaking news from Fox Sports. Yeah, Doug, this just in. Dodgers pitcher Joe Kelly received an eight-game suspension for his actions during last night's game against the Astros in Houston. He was previously suspended in his career for intentional throwing and uh, has uh, obviously doubled down on that yesterday. In addition, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts received a one-game suspension as a result of Kelly's actions. So eight games for That's Joe That's a lot Kelly. of games. Dodgers skipper Dave Roberts gets one game. How Dusty, many guys did he hit? Uh, well, he he didn't hit anybody, really. I mean, but he threw at Bregman and Correa. Unless I'm in, if I'm missing, I someone. thought he hit Bregman. Who who hit Bregman? 
No, it was a three and zero pitch. Yeah. Oh, three and zero pitch. Yes, uh, Dave Roberts is going to serve. So he didn't hit anybody, and he gets he gets eight games. Yes, they determined that his prior record of intentional throwing was. Well, the he's reason. always intentional the throwing. He's a pitcher. But I'm, I'm I'm messing with you. I'm messing with the with the statement, sure. right? <laughs> Dusty Baker was fined for uh, the actions of his club. So that this is this is inherently the problem in MLB not doing anything to the players when they were banging on trash cans in a, and to help them win a World Series, right? It's like you're not going to bang on trash cans. Now you're going to spend a guy, you know, basically one seventh of the season, and he didn't even hit anybody, and he he struck Correa out. That that's. That's a that's the equivalent of a twenty two game suspension in a hundred sixty two games because it's only sixty games. So yeah, I don't. I that's that's a more than the baseball saying like nah, we ain't doing that. What's interesting though is, and I'm sure some of it is, it causes guys to not social distance, right? That feels super hard. Baseball does not feel the way Doug Gottlieb Inc. does. Doug Gottlieb Inc. is like, hey, baseball, you know, polices itself. What they don't want it to be is a season long. Every time an Astro steps into the the batter's box, they get they get the uh, the tower buzzed. They get the tower buzzed. So, am I wrong, Byer? That that seems more than harsh. Well, I think that people will say that Joe Kelly got more than any of the Astros did for, you know, their role in the scandal, I think is what you're going to Dave Roberts a lot got of. more Dave Roberts got more than anybody <laughs> in the scandal. <laughs> Dusty Baker just got the job and now has to take up for his fine. Specifically, I don't know if it was the fine for the Astros leaving the bench, if it was, you know, any social distancing stuff, but the uh Roberts by the way going to serve a suspension. Kelly is appealing his suspension, but the I mean, yeah, it is a lot. I, I I guess to your point, it's like, yeah, they want this to end now, but also then it's, well, Major League Baseball, it, maybe it wouldn't have changed things if they were to receive a penalty, but I do think that the lack of penalty for the Astros um, allowed this to more than likely happen. During yeah, it is, a ba- I think it is a bad look. I, like, I, I, and I, I fully understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to go like, hey, we just can't have this all the time. You know, we can't can't do it. We can't function. We can't do the social media, social distancing protocol. We can't do all this stuff. But eight games is too much. Yes, Ryan Music. Do we think that they chose eight as a benchmark for anyone or specifically because he's a pitcher, they know that really only means like one but, 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 start? But it's different now, though, because guys aren't guys aren't doing the the starters are different than they used to be. Yes, I would say if it was if it was again traditionally if you were suspended 22 games that would be what five starts you'd miss okay five starts which again would be super harsh super harsh and is eight you know could you be missing two starts yes I guess, yeah, but you also could be they're, they're using pitchers differently now than they than they traditionally do ramos but, brought up a good point he's not technically a starter right he's a reliever so I guess he's going to miss probably about three games. Three I, games. I would say like okay. starters, like starters would get the six game ban because then you'd have to miss their, you know, start in their rotation more times than not that they would work around it. <laughs> but again, they're saying, they're saying repeat offender when it comes to Joe Kelly, that that was the reason why repeat offender, repeat thrower. 
of the baseball. Like, yeah, I throw the baseball all the time. Intentional thrower. Yes, I intentionally throw. Intentionally throwing at somebody else. Oh, you didn't say that. Well, I saw it. I liked it. <laughs> I just, I think that's one of the cool things about baseball. Uh, within reason. Right? There's all, all these things within reason. And you don't hit a guy above the neck. If you have, you throw it behind him just so he knows. He knows what you meant to do. I'm okay with that. That's how baseball police itself. We're pissed. We're still pissed. We haven't forgotten. Everybody else might have forgotten. We haven't forgotten. I got no issue with it. Eight games, I do have an issue with. Like, I, I think in COVID, a substantial punishment is five. Five. Eight's a lot. That's a lot. I like what I saw. Could be the only one. I know you liked it, Ramos. What about you, Buyer? Buyer's more of a, a Brewers fan. By the way, the Brewers' new uniforms are amazing, Oh, too. thanks. I got the new Brewers shirt on today. Yeah, I with saw. The, uh, yeah. with the, the, I, I was actually on this. I, I have no dog in the fight. I uh, I got a kick out of what Joe Kelly did last I night. I do, too. And I think that Alex Bregman realized, all right, okay, this is this is maybe this is going to be it. I don't think that Alex Bregman should go up to the plate every time thinking that he's going to have his head taken off, but... I, I don't think that Kelly was aiming for his head either. I think that, I mean, I just think he wanted to throw one over his head to send a message. Yeah. Yep. Message, and the message was received. Yes. Right? Like sometimes you go like, all right, message received. Did he go a little over the top? Yeah, he went a little over the top. He didn't actually hit anybody. It's really like to get, I mean, it's almost like OJ went to jail for stealing his own stuff back. That was, that's pretty, yeah. right? Like you're going to, you're, you're getting suspended for throwing at somebody, but not actually hitting them. And you're getting a substantial su- suspension in a shortened season. That seems a bit harsh. A bit harsh. Uh, MLB insider Bob Nightingale joins the show upcoming next. Did he think the punishment was too much? Or did he enjoy what he saw the way I did? That's upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. How'd that tweet land? Is that any good or should I? What do you think there? Not bad. Let me read the tweet to you. Buyer, you get your mic on. I know you got, I, I, I love you guys in this discussion. Oh, he's not here. Okay. Um, if only the Astros had banged the trash cans and know that Joe Kelly was throwing at him. <laughs> right? I don't know. I just, I had to f- figure out a way in a short period of time to come up with a, with a tweet in regards I to, like it. all right. In fact, Doug, I retweeted it. That's oh! how much I liked it. Yeah, I did you retweet- like re- Did you like retweet? I liked and retweeted it. Uh, wow, I liked, there's, there's one. I liked and retweeted as well, Doug. Uh, I do follow Buyer, so maybe Buyer, who went, you know, went to grab a cup of coffee, um, maybe he liked it. I don't know. I, 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 I do. I. It's funny. Like, I don't understand. I, I'm on one hand, when you're running things, your major league baseball, you're like, look the social distancing and we got to lay down the law because we can't have guys, everybody throwing at Bregman, everybody, but this is a very specific case, right? It's one of the things about precedent that we use precedent in the court of law, but they don't really use precedent that much in baseball suspensions, but they're trying to throw out a precedent. Hey, eight games. He'd previously thrown at guys that got suspended before. We just can't have this happen all the time during quarantine. we got enough issues with quarantine already with the Marlins. We don't need any more. Plus we got enough egg on our face with the Astros, not having the world series taken away. We, we, we can't have this every time an Astro gets into the batter's box, but eight games in a 60 game season. It's too much. It's too much. 
especially considering because of the the proximity of the games, all of these arms are going to be used more often for less innings and the the per game like they'd almost you almost be better off to say he can't pitch for the next I don't know 35 innings. Yes, right music. So they did mention that part of this suspension is due to taunting and you've seen some of the gifs and viral videos of what he did afterwards. Yes. So do we think that had nice he, swing? Yeah. So notch ha, has <laughs> had he just thrown at the players and very solemnly just walked off the field. Do we think that would have fallen more in line with like a understandable maybe four to five game suspension? I don't know. But because of his trash talk, it clearly elevated the situation to where both teams sort of felt like they were going to get in each other's faces and potentially fight. I do think striking, striking out Carlos Correa at the end of the inning was pretty, that's a baller move right there, right? You are allowed to hit the ball out of the ballpark and then give the old, uh, give the old Cadillac around the Cadillac around the field. Hmm. Byer, did you see my tweet yet? Yeah, I liked it. Okay, cool. Do you actually liked it, or you just liked it, liked it? Well, everybody was going to lodge. No, it was no, it was good. <laughs> it was good. By the way, uh, trash talk usually doesn't happen in baseball, so this is shocking to me. Trash talk usually doesn't happen with trash cans, but it is. <laughs> Representative Byer. Uh, do we That'd think? Do we think this is? Literally nobody feels bad for the Astros. No. Not only did they not get suspended, nobody got hit. Nobody got hit. Do you so. think this did a good enough job to deter people from throwing at them? Or do you think someone else is going to, you know, all right, I volunteer. I'll, I'll be the be guy a, to eat I'm it. your huckleberry. <laughs> I'm your huckleberry. I, th- I think that it was fitting because it was the Dodgers, and people tried to say, oh, well, the, you yes. know, Joe Kelly was on the Red Sox team that, you know, Houston eliminated. It should have been Kershaw. The playoffs. It's, yeah, it's the simple fact that the Dodgers and Astros played in that World Series, and the Astros won. That's... That's why. It should have been Kershaw, right? Kershaw should have handled his own business. I do feel like that. Kershaw was the one who gave up the home runs. You know, Kershaw was the one who they feel like has been done the most wrong. Should have been Kershaw. I I do think that. But, hey, credit Joe Kelly. It's a good good way to – it's a good way. Um, The Amya Huckleberry, you know what that's from, right, Ramos? I know what it's from. Yes. Yes. It's from Tombstone. Tombstone, yeah. You've seen Tombstone one the, music? One yeah. Of the great yeah. lines of a movie. Great line. I mean, Val Kilmer has. Awesome in that movie. He's awesome in that movie, awesome in Top Gun. Like a handful of movies. He was good in Heat. Yes. Good um, in Heat. Very good in Heat. Not a beloved actor by his fellow actors, right? Like he's a, he's a different kind of cat. He's a connoisseur of the trait of, you know, he's not. <laughs> he's what? He's a. <laughs> He thinks his poop smells like roses. Well, no. <laughs> he's a yeah. He's a he's a unique character. In, he is in, a yeah. unique character. That's yeah. a great way of putting. By it. By the way, him. real genius. If you want to see a, a did one of his first movies, very good movie to watch from Val Kilmer. Real real genius. genius. Check Just, it out. Real I think genius. I've actually seen that one because doesn't he take like ice and make them yes. coins to use the yes, vending machine? He sure does. Never seen Tombstone though. Um, yeah. So John, here's the question. Most people have always thought it's Amiel Huckleberry, but I've been told, and it makes a lot more sense, it's Amiel Huckleberry. You know this about this controversy? 
I have not heard that controversy. I'm with I don't know if I'm with you, but I believe it was the first one. That's what everybody always says. I'm your Huckleberry. It's I'm your Huckleberry. Bearer. Yeah. Okay. Because the like huckle, Yogi Bearer. Uh, bearer. Huckleberry <laughs> is like you carry somebody's casket. Okay. That makes sense. Huckleberry. So he's challenging into a duel, and I'm your Huckleberry. Sounds good, but how would Huck Finn come into play in this thing? <laughs> right? It doesn't make any sense. Huckleberry yeah, great point. You didn't does. Read, you didn't read the chapter where <laughs> Huck Finn pulled out a pistol and they Tom started- Tom Sawyer? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I've never read uh, Tom Sawyer. Really? Yeah. I mean, we were supposed to read right, it. Yes, well, we no were. wonder it doesn't make sense just, to you. Just I, listen to the song. That's all you need. Uh, <laughs> So, John, you, uh, I mean, maybe you should go back and watch this movie yeah. and, and tell me what you think. Yes. Johnny Ringo was. Johnny, the, Ring, yes. Johnny Ringo. Uh, what did, what, what was, uh, Val Kilmer played, um, uh, what's his name? Yes. Now, now because we're thinking about it, we totally <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> what's his name? Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. No, 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 no. Oh, man. Very, hold on. Very, very famous part of the movie. Very, very famous um, Doc uh, Holliday. Doc Holliday. I call it. I went Play doctor. Holiday. That's what I said. Yes. Play Doc Holliday. <laughs> so, what was Doc Holliday <laughs> suffering yes. from? What was Doc Holliday suffering from? Typhoid? No, wasn't it tuberculosis? Tuber- yeah. It was tuberculosis. Oh, I got the T right. TB. Typhoid. Yes. <laughs> Does anybody know what typhoid is? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Bob Nightingale writes for USA Today, covers Major League Baseball. Have you seen the movie uh, Tombstone, Bob? I'm sorry? Have you seen the movie Tombstone? Uh, I, you know, I don't think I have. All right. Well, you should watch it. you got plenty of time now. Okay, well, let, let's move to baseball. Joe Kelly, eight games. Feels harsh to us, especially considering he didn't actually hit anybody. What's your reaction? Well, I mean, if it's a uh, regular Hurst 62 game season, that translates to about three weeks, you know, 22 days. You know, multiplying by, uh, multiply by 2.7. It is a harsh penalty, but you know what? Usually baseball wants to send a message like, hey, during the pandemic here, uh, too many guys got together, uh, you know, um, by the bench there with the, uh, you know, social distancing. A bunch of guys got sick. So you're risking people's lives here. So I think you just say, you know what, we're going to come on, we're going to come down hard on you, and whoever tries this again, same thing's going to happen. Bob Nightingale joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show. Yeah, but I mean, like, dude, twenty-two games is crazy. Is really, especially considering how pitchers are being used differently. Um, uh, could, couldn't the argument be made? Hey, it is the Dodgers. I know Joe Kelly was on the Red Sox at the time that they played in the World Series, but it is the Dodgers. And they have every right to be a little bit more ticked than everybody else. Well, they do, but this is a normal season. We're playing in the middle of a pandemic, and I think the uh, baseball, major league baseball officials, freaked out when they saw everybody kind of hold around. If uh, some guys had got to a fight there and you're know, rolling on the ground, who knows what would happen? You know, they're not wearing masks, so I think you know more of a safety issue as as well. Like, hey, we're not going to tolerate this, guys. Bob Nightingale joining us, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. L- let me ask you about um, about the Marlins. Um, still, no confirmation as to how they can, how somebody contracted COVID. Any word on on where they are in tracing it? 
No, they're still trying to find that out. Uh, Marlins are investigating. MLB is investigating. Um, certainly, it looks like it happened in Atlanta. I mean, they were, they were all pot, I mean, uh, negative when they flew to uh, Atlanta, and then uh, something happened there, and they flew to uh, Philadelphia and it started to spread. But you know, no umpire uh, was sick. No Atlanta Brave was sick. Uh, you know, no flight attendants. So it seems like something happened, Atlanta. Yeah, we 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 kind of try to sit here and examine it and figure, you know, as much as there are some that that wanted gloom and doom with the positive tests, one it had to be on some level expected, right? And then the second part is, you know, others that have followed protocol seem to have been avoiding this. Um, this is more a story of uh, of violating protocol than it is that the system isn't going to work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a very positive sign that, you know, we only got one team sick. Obviously, you don't want any team, but the fact it wasn't spreading and people sort of freak out, oh, it's shit on the sport. Like, wait a minute now, you know, you got to be, uh, you got to be careful here. And, uh, hey, maybe this happened to the Yankees or Red Sox or Dodgers. They would have shut down the sport for a couple of weeks. Those are Marlins who aren't supposed to be competitive anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a sigh of relief that still nobody, Nobody for the last, uh, you know, since Thursday has tested positive except for one organization. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 18 positive tests for the Marlins, none for anyone else. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to the play on the field. Um, what's the reaction been like from Shohei Otani's poor start? Uh, just, you know, just a start. Uh, you know, coming back from the Tommy John. So you got to be careful. I mean, it's probably a thing where, you know, it's a mental thing more than anything else, just to cut loose and, and be the uh, and show off his talent. So certainly he has it there. You know, no reason to panic. It'll it'll be it'll come. Uh, just don't know when. And obviously, the big thing now is to make sure guys stay relaxed and uh, don't get too anxious because the short season. You start looking at your numbers and everything else. You know, I'm here in Houston. George Springer, the free agent, got off to a dreadful start. You know, and they they uh, put him on the bench tonight just to try to relax him. You know, when you're a free agent or arbitration eligible, you're going to put a lot more pressure on yourselves knowing those numbers. You're going to look, you know, you only got a small sample size to put up numbers. Uh, what about uh, Verlander? How bad's the injury? Well, they're, I mean, they're hoping he could come back before the season ends, but, you know, not looking good. Uh, you know, we had a strain in that forearm. They don't know if it's just a strain or a tear or what. Uh, you know, out for out for minimum two weeks. Then they'll re-examine, you know, Probably the earliest they come back, if everything went right, would be four or five weeks. But, you know, are you going to take a chance with a guy like that? So, you know, it's not looking good for sure. It, it is not. I'll tell you what is looking good. Um, I love the Padres' new uniforms. And what helps is the Padres are off to a hot start. Uh, this is a team where a lot of people thought, hey, you know who could be a sneaky contender is the, the San Diego Padres. How real is their start? No, very well. I mean, beat up a good uh, San Diego, I mean, beat up a good uh, Arizona Dimex team. Uh, have a lot of young talent. You know, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, you got 16 teams make the playoffs. You know, don't know about their pitching. It's a team on the rise. Um, you know, I, I thought people were getting carried away. You know, with the uh, with the White Sox, with the Reds, with the Padres, thinking, hey, these are you know young rebuilding teams. Uh, Cincinnati has a lot of new faces. No time to gel. And, you know, the White Sox and the Reds are both struggling, but you know, so far the Padres have, have looked good. I mean, certainly no matter what happens this year, it's a team for the future. No question. What's the what's the feeling like on Brown Baseball with the extra inning rules? Uh, just that it's okay. I, I think, you know, they would like to 
modify it, say, okay, how about you start in the 12th inning, uh, 13th inning or so, and not the 10th inning next year, you know, if it's around. So it does, uh, you know, it does provide a sense of excitement. You know, as players say, you know, look, look, we have the most boring overtime in baseball. You know, the other sports are much more exciting. You know, when our ninth inning ends, you know, fans are heading for the exits. People are moaning and groaning in the press box and broadcast booth. So, you know, let's say, let's give us a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't, it, it's 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 one way. I don't know if it 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 does stay true to what baseball is, though, which is kind of the best part. I don't know if it's always as boring. There's still the, you know, you have the when do you use your closer? I'll tell you what I've seen is like sacrifice bending is gone. No pitchers sack bunts are essentially extinct. I, I for for years you've tried to continue to teach kids to bunt just so they know how to bunt. Now there's no reason to ever teach somebody how to bunt. No, except the tenth inning rule. I mean, we haven't seen too much of it yet, but we will. I mean, when we run our second base, you got to move over to third and just, you know, just sack fly yourself. So I think it is still important for those extra inning games. But you're right. We're not going to see a whole lot more without the pitchers hitting. Um, any details on Pat Mahomes and the level of investment in the Royals? No, I have not heard that. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure as much. Uh, you know, it's more of a, you know, a PR thing. It's good to have a guy like involved. Uh, you know, it's cool. I mean, you know, Tom Brady was never part owner of the Patriots or anything like that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's a small portion. Like, you know, I imagine Johnson got a small portion of the Dodgers, you know, Jeter, Terry Jeter, small portion of the uh, Marlins. So probably something like that. Yeah. Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. That's the voice of Bob Nightingale. I got to tell you that I I've enjoyed watching the games. Do I, do, do, do fans miss going out to the ballpark and taking the family and whatever? Yes. But uh, between the cardboard cutouts um, and the, the teddy bears and some of the other stuff, like it, it's felt like baseball. But to somebody like you who's covered it for years, how does it feel watching these games? Yeah, it's just strange. I mean, it's strange not seeing anybody. It's strange not seeing you know, the players, and managers, and coaches, and baseball scouts, uh, things like that. Uh, you know, the, the fans. You know, they're you know piping in stuff like that, and you know it's still weird. The players have to psych themselves up on their own. Uh, but just different, more of an eerie feeling or more of an empty feeling. You know, you feel like you're in a backfield of a of a B game in spring training than a major league game. Yeah, I I I agree there. It does feel different. It does feel weird. It's got to be, especially in those car, car, uh, cavernous, not carnivorous, cavernous stadiums. It's got to just feel so uh, so awkward. Um, early early returns on the Yankees. Obviously, John Carlos Stanton off to a monster start, start hitting a couple of absolute. Uh, bombs. Um, how do the Yankees feel about how they look so far? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's important to get up to a good start, and uh, and, and they have. Uh, if they can have a healthy judge, a healthy Stanton, you know, look out. You know, old Bronx, Bronx Bombers are back. We'll see about their pitching outside Garrett Cole. Um, this should be a fun race. I mean, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays are very good, too. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I think all of the TV networks and MLB office, everything else is running for Yankee Dodger World Series, and certainly that could happen. Yeah, it's interesting, you know. And then you have the you mentioned uh, George Springer's tough start. Yelich is off to a tough start. Uh, Suarez is off to a tough start. So is Chris Bryant, and you have less time to get it going. And so guys that are off to quick starts, they will benefit more, more so this year than any previous year. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. Interesting day in baseball. Can't wait to read what you write about Joe Kelly's suspension. Appreciate you being our guest. All right. My pleasure. Take care, Doug. Pleasure is all mine. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio.
All right, coming up next, we're going to get to the press. We have a college football player who has opted out, right? We got the baseball suspension. Oh, yeah, we got a, a baseball, massive baseball suspension. Yeah, you just missed it. Joe Kelly, eight games. That's right, they only play 60. He gets an eight-game suspension. So we'll get to both of those upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Press. Doug Gottlieb here. Don't know about you, but I'm ready to leave the house, rediscover the road. The first ever Mazda CX-30 is made for people like me who love to drive. If you're listening to the show in your car, you probably love to drive too. Wouldn't you like to do it in a new Mazda CX-30? It's made for people who love to drive. If that's you... Go to MazdaUSA.com, learn more about the entire Mazda CUV lineup. I'm going to tell you, I have never owned a red car until this car. And it's cool. It's cool. Johnny may let you drive it over the weekend. And Thank available finance options, MazdaUSA.com. What do you say? I appreciate that. Yeah, take the Mazda for a spin. What do you got, Byer? Byer. We got a lot. We'll start out with the uh, news that just broke within the last hour. Joe Kelly of the Dodgers suspended eight games by Major League Baseball for his actions last night against Houston Kelly is appealing that suspension. The league says it's harsh because Kelly was already suspended in his career for intentionally throwing at a batter. Dave Roberts, a one-game ban. Dusty Baker received a fine. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. He said that's fine. Major League Baseball says eight is enough, right? There's the uh, the old eight. That's pretty cool. No, I think it's uh, way too much. The ACC unveiled a plan to play football and Olympic sports this fall. That includes Notre Dame. And Olympic sports. That yes. part is interesting. And uh, Notre Dame's playing 10 ACC games in football. They'll be eligible for the ACC championship game. First games are going to take place between September 7th through the 12th, so that's actually after Labor Day weekend. Each of the 15 schools would be playing 10 conference games with one non-conference game and all playing in one division. In addition to having two bye weeks, the non-conference game, Doug, must be played in the home state of the ACC school. Okay, so that means they can play a neutral site, but it has to be the home state. Got it. Yes. Noted. You could have, uh, you know, I I thought before this note that you mentioned earlier about the SEC, I thought, okay, that would allow Clemson to play at South Carolina if they needed. However, as you pointed out earlier, SI.com says that the SEC is moving closer to having a 10-game conference-only schedule for the 2020 season in college football. Which would mean? No Clemson, South Carolina. Thank you. Thank you. No, uh, you know, no Florida State-Miami game, right? Yeah, no Florida-Florida State. Yeah, yeah. No you wouldn't Florida have. State. You would have Florida State, Miami, because they're both in the ACC. But you wouldn't have Florida, Florida State to be able to be played, which you could under the ACC's plan if you needed to. Yeah. Some news from the. Uh, actually, we'll stick with college football because Virginia Tech corner Caleb Fairley announced he's opting out of the 2020 college football season over health concerns. He'll enter the 2021 NFL draft. He's projected to be a first round pick. I just I um I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand. I don't understand how NFL players can say, I'm going to, you know, look, an NFL players that some have opted out. I don't understand how a college football player could opt out and say, I don't feel like I'm safe when you're going to work out. Like I'm going to work out on my own. Okay. You're going to go to a facility that is, that is sterilized and better taken care of than the Virginia tech facility. No way. 
It's not possible. That doesn't exist. So you're going to stay quarantined the whole year. No, I'm not going to stay quarantined. Well, then, then what are you doing? You're not doing something for your health and safety. You actually just don't want to play football to hurt your stock. That's what you really want to do. Chiefs running back Damian Williams is opting out of the 2020 NFL season as is Giants tackle Nate Solder. Yeah, Nate Solder. Now he's had he has little kids, right? He has one that's that uh, that has some health problems, right? That's why he moved to New York to begin with. So um, and kind of par for the course. He's a guy who's made a bunch of money. I don't know. Damian Williams coming off of that Super Bowl, but yeah. of course the Chiefs took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire from LSU in the first round. Wait, so Damian Williams not playing? Yeah. You mean the guy who should have been the MVP? Yes. Yes. He's not playing the season? He's opting out. That is correct. Well, that's huge news. You said Damian Williams, and for, for some reason I just sat here and go, oh, Damian Williams. I thought it was like somebody else. Nope, it's that Damian Williams. So, yes, he is, he is uh, opting out according to a statement from Chiefs uh, GM uh, Brett Veach. In the statement, uh, Veach said, quote, as an organization, we certainly we understand and respect oh, we, su- we respect him, we support him. Knowing it was made in the best interest of his family. I'm sure he has some family issues or whatever, but, like, dude, what? You, you They just drafted a running back. Like, you got to go and ball out. Right. I don't know. I, I guess I have a completely different view of this thing, and I don't know Damian Williams' family story with, with, uh, with how if somebody is sick or, you know, he's got sure. I I, I don't know, but and that's I, a that's a stunner to me. Twenty eight years old, a guy who was a tremendous player at OU for a short period of time, talent, but he's coming off a great season. Man, that one, that's crazy to me. Other NFL news, Titans pass rusher Vic Beasley didn't show up for his second straight day of COVID-19 testing with the Titans, and the Titans have not heard from the pass rusher, so he's not been in contact. NFL Network says that, yeah, right now they don't know why he hasn't showed up. Absent without leave, right? Yes. AWOL. 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 Um, Am I I to assume that we think he's got the Brona? Could be. Could be, could be. Yeah, but there are guys who are testing positive. Lane right. Johnson and, of the Eagles, and then came they just out. and then they just go and go yeah. to quarantine, right? Place him on the list, and yeah, it's announced. So Lane it's not Johnson, like a scarlet letter, not like you walk around positive. and go, shame, 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 shame. I I I agree. You know, when the Ezekiel Elliott positive test came out, Doug, I'm like, good. Like I understand HIPAA, you know, rules and laws, but I mean, this is this is what we need to know. Like, yeah, you, yeah. You know, do you have it? Did you get treated? Are you clear? Okay, let's go play football. Like again, that's this this all does go in line with like I don't understand guys opting out. Especially when they haven't gone there. Like if you go there and you're like, man, this is shady. I'm out. I actually understand that more. And I understand they gotta do it by like August second or August third or something like that. I just that part I don't really get. So you know, we started off talking about baseball. In baseball, you had the reversal. Nick Markakis three, four weeks ago. Yeah, he's said, like, I, wait, I miss baseball. Yeah, he was. He was concerned. He, he opted out. Uh, was uh, kind of freaked out by Freddie Freeman's experience when Freeman tested positive for sure. COVID nineteen. Now Markakis is saying he wants in. He's returned to the Braves and will play this season. 
So different, uh, different twist there. All right, you said okay. one more sleep, Great, Doug. Thanks. One more, one more sleep, sleep to the resumption of that's, the that's NBA the thing season. You say to your kids, I know. You. <laughs> Pelicans forward Zion Williamson able to practice today—a light practice, according to reports out of the Orlando bubble—and is a game time decision for the Pelicans game tomorrow against the Utah Jazz. Hmm, I, I kind of like that. Um, guys coming out of the bubble, they're, they're coming back. So Zion Williamson's going to play, right? I mean, that's the whole reason that the only reason he got invited. I only invite you to the party because Zion's coming to the party. <laughs> so, Zion, you got to come to the party. Anthony Davis looks like he's going to be at the party tomorrow night, expected to play against the Clippers despite his eye injury. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he got what he got the uh, he got the he got poked in the eye, and he's fine. So, the Lakers Clippers game, but now the Clippers won't have Lou Williams, won't have Montrez Harrell, and won't have. Um, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly either, right? So Clippers a shell of themselves. I do think that a lot of these guys, a lot of these teams will have better camaraderie because you're just spending more time around each other, which you would you couldn't possibly do at home. So there will be some improvement, although not clearly not the Clippers. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Doesn't mean not bad camaraderie, but just, you know, you get time to spend around each other. And um yeah, that that makes that makes sense. Uh, okay, so tomorrow, um, tomorrow, Ryan Holland's going to join us. We'll get ready for the games, and then we can start. Like we got to start doing something. Where we're putting money on some of these games. We got to make it. Got to make it tasty. I have buddies that are like, man, I was betting on Korean baseball. Now I'm betting on baseball. I got to start betting on some basketball. Or you need to go to a twelve star program. That's actually my my take. It's the twelve star program. So, anyhow, um. Look, Joe Kelly's suspension is too much. I do understand that the violating the protocol of COVID is a big part of it and that he's a repeat offender. But I also think it's the Dodgers. He was with the Red Sox. They also lost to the Astros. Like, all of those things do make sense. And baseball's coming down way too heavy-handed. I enjoyed it. Otherwise, it's just a baseball game played with no fans. Now at least they're throwing at dudes' heads. Don't have to be civil when you're playing sports, trying to even a score. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, Here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.